Hello, and it's a very warm welcome to the First Class Escapes podcast, brought to you by First Class Holidays, believe it or not. Now, I'm sure, like me, you're wanting to be inspired at the moment to travel, and there are some most incredible destinations from all around the world to choose from. And here on the First Class Escapes podcast, you are definitely in the right place. So join us on a journey of discovery for beautiful destinations as we get advice, tips, and insider knowledge that's the key from people who've actually been there or who live there now i'm tv and radio presenter jenny powell your host and this time we're setting our sights on atlantic canada we're joined by ali from first class holiday she's hello ali Hello, Jenny. I was just about to say, she's lovely, because she is. And and Ali, no pressure, but I know you've got all the advice we need on booking the perfect break. Um, so first of all, what can we expect this week? OK, so this week we're going to be looking at Atlantic Canada. It's absolutely such a dynamic and exciting and surprising area of Canada. You'd be surprised to know that basically to get to Nova Scotia... Um, it's just a six-hour flight direct from Heathrow. No way. I see. This is where I can't believe. I always assume that Canada is long haul, no matter what, like hours and hours. But six hours, I never knew. Six hours, you can basically be there. Um, it's a different world. Like I say, it's so exciting. And we're just so excited to obviously offer our assistance and help and advice Great. to plan the perfect holiday. So an, an Atlantic Canada is obviously a specific part of Canada. And um, fortunately, with us, we have Kelly Keith on the line from Atlantic Canada. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Jenny. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I can I can hear the smile in your voice. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh, and thanks for joining us. And, uh, when we say Atlantic Canada, what exactly are we talking about? Right. So Atlantic Canada, we're, uh, of course, on the east coast of Canada, and we're made up of the four scenic provinces of New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island. And so together we have Canada's most spectacular seacoast. And as Ali already mentioned, we are the, actually the closest destination from the UK to all of North America. So you can arrive direct from London in just five or six hours from the UK. So it's a quick trip. Uh, a lot of people think that Canada is a long haul, but not to Atlantic Canada. And we're very fortunate to have that direct service through air carriers, Air Canada and WestJet. It sounds, I mean, it sounds Amazing. The fact that you've got the basically sort of four regions that are most beautiful and all for different reasons. So can you just sort of tell us, tempt us with those those different uh, places and what, what they mean to you? Sure. So there's a lot of similarities among the four provinces of Atlantic Canada. You know, for instance, we all have very friendly, warm, welcoming people. We are, of course, surrounded by the coast. We actually have 43,000 kilometers of coastline here in Atlantic Canada. Canada. And so, of course, with that comes all sorts of amazing seaside activities. So kayaking, whale watching, warm water swimming in the summertime. A lot of people think, first of all, they hear the Atlantic Ocean and they think it's cold. But in the summertime, the uh, water temperatures can get up to 25 degrees Celsius. So we're very fortunate here. I didn't know that. You see, I just associated Canada with being cold, um, also being, you know, a long haul and all these things. Now I'm, I'm completely educated. And the fact 25, that's warm. 
It is. So really, anytime from the end of June, well into September, so maybe the second or third week in September, you can enjoy that warm water swimming throughout Atlantic Canada. We have uh, the warmest waters north of the Carolinas actually here in Atlantic Canada. You're talking sort of, is that almost like a beachy vibe that you've got on, got, got going there as well as sort of like exploring and, and being an adventurer and going out in the mountains, etc.? Oh, yes. So we have natural, we're surrounded by natural beauty, but we do have amazing beaches. So we have the white sandy beaches. And the other great thing about Atlantic Canada is that the beaches are not crowded. So, you know, you can walk on the beach for kilometers and really run into very few people. So they're not crowded. You're not jamming yourself onto a beach. Um, So it's very relaxing experience. Um, You know, again, the white sandy beaches and everything that that comes with that. So is that something with with the sort of people that are coming to I'm just uh, just asking Ali here um to first class holidays is it something are they you know when they look at Atlantic Canada are they fully aware of what what to expect do they realize all these things? I would say so. I think people that have researched Nova Scotia know what they want. So basically, yes, they want the self-drive experience, um, obviously, of the the four provinces. You know, they like to do the self-drives, have a tour around. You've got the clients that like the wildlife. You know, you've got, obviously, uh, the whale-watching experiences. Also, in regards to the seafood, the best seafood in the world, I would say. Mouse watering now. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Amazing lobster. Oh, yeah, out of this world. So, yes, amazing foodie place. So anyone that's interested in, obviously, different cultures and cuisine. But, yeah, we we do have a lot of people that prefer the self-drives. We do escorted tours, motorhomes, Mm -hmm. so clients can... Um, obviously tour around and basically the provinces are so easy to get around as well they've got a a brilliant uh, rail network via rail there's also the ferries that go in between the islands so it's all very easily accessible right so so kelly is it easy to do can you can we do the four provinces then in a trip or is that a bit adventurous? <laughs> you can, but it's actually a lot larger than you think. So really what we recommend, if you wanted to do all four provinces, I think you would really want to spend at least three weeks in Atlantic Canada. So a lot of people don't have that kind of time um, when they come on a trip. Maybe they might spend 10 to 14 days. So we find that some of the popular Uh, trip combinations would include the three maritime provinces, um, which are Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and Prince Edward Island. So that can easily be done within 10 to 14 days. And then another popular trip combination, you know, Newfoundland and Labrador is our largest province here in Atlantic Canada. So a lot of people might fly into Halifax, Nova Scotia, do some of that province, then take a car ferry or flight to Newfoundland and Labrador, tour that province, and then fly back home to the UK. So those are the most popular trip combinations. I would say that most people who visit Atlantic Canada try to take in at least two or three of the provinces. Okay. And what's unique and different about each province? You know, just sort of like, so we get a sort of just a clear sort of picture. Sure. Well, there are a lot of similarities, as I mentioned earlier, but there are differences as well. Um, so New Brunswick, for instance, is Canada's only officially bilingual province. I'm writing so all this down, by the way. So N, I'm going to put NB for New Brunswick. <laughs> 
and me. That's good. That's what we do too. Um, so there's a really strong Acadian heritage within that province, as well as in Nova Scotia and Prince Edward Island as well. And then, of course, Newfoundland and Labrador, it's the largest province. The scenery is so stunningly beautiful in that province. You know, you can think like green mountainous hills and um, beautiful hiking trails. And then as well, Prince Edward Island is known as Canada's food island. So we have the Culinary Institute of Canada in Prince Edward Island. And with that, you know, a lot of chefs will come to train here. They fall in love with the province and then they stay. So we have a lot of uh, nice restaurants in Prince Edward Island, as well as throughout the region. And uh, just touching on something that Ali had mentioned earlier about the fresh seafood throughout Atlantic Canada. You know, our seafood is really world famous. We have oysters, mussels, scallops, cod. Of course, lobster is known as the king of the sea. And we ship our seafood around the world. But where's the best place to enjoy it? Right here fresh from the sea in Atlantic Canada. What's your favourite? Go on, tell me, what's your favourite cuisine over in Atlantic Canada? Well, I I would say the lobster suppers are really um, interesting. So we have traditional lobster suppers where you can get, you know, a one or two pound lobster, but then it comes with all of the trimmings like seafood chowder, fresh baked rolls, homemade pies. So it's really a beautiful experience. And then also, you know, in several of the provinces, you can actually take a lobster fishing tour with a real lobster fisherman. So not only do you get to enjoy that beautiful fresh lobster dinner on board a boat you can also learn about the lobstering industry as well and it's a great deal of fun wow so there's adventures and educations to be had um, and, and such trips to to this part of the world but where are miles of watering aren't they yes what's your favorite did you say your chat you like the oh, chowder? I, 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 yeah the chowder the seafood chowder that uh, you can have amazing you and try and uh, make it yourself over here <laughs> but it not- just never tastes the same it's just it's got to be uh, experienced and, and Ali, for, for you, sort of like the people, I mean, you know, because Kelly's obviously biased because she is one, but, you know, what are the people like? What are the people oh, like? Seriously, she's not listening. No, do you know, I absolutely <laughs> love Canada. I really do. And I think it's the people, the Canadian people that make it. They're just so hospitable. They'll just do anything for you to make you stay more comfortable, What what whatever you want. So just absolutely amazing people. So friendly. So they really help towards that experience they that you do, can have. Yes. Yeah. They go they go above and beyond really because like I say, if you go on the excursions, you know, they'll just talk about the history and the culture and it's just they're so passionate about the country and they just want to share everything with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah, it's so educational. So, so Kelly, it's a thumbs up. Apparently, you're very nice people, so you can stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're very welcoming. And, you know, tourism is very important to us here in Atlantic Canada. So a lot of us are working in the industry and we understand the value of people visiting Atlantic Canada. So it's wonderful. The thing for I've not been to Canada, which is awful. The more I talk about it and hear about it, the more I think, why the heck in, at my age have I not even thought about going yet? It's ridiculous. But that's going to change. And hopefully everyone listening, it'll change for them too. But, you know, again, it's it sort of, it always, for me, it's like, it's this huge, vast country, the second largest in the world. So it, it gets a bit overwhelming. So it's great to be able to talk to you 
and to Ali too, just so we can sort of get a clearer picture and then decide, you know, what what areas we like um, and what what how we envisage our trip to be. Because there there's so much, isn't there, to do, and there's so much to see. There definitely is. Yes, I, I think as well. Because it is so vast, quite a lot of clients would actually say, OK, well, let's just try Eastern Canada, first of all, because obviously the short flight. And then it's a case of people just fall in love with it. And then perhaps a year later or two years later down the line, they'll then go to Western Canada or mm-hmm. French Canadian, Quebec, Montreal. So, yeah, it's very diverse. So, Kelly, does it get competitive, you know? You're Atlantic Canada, but do you want everyone to go onto the other coast? I mean, it's <laughs> do you get oh sure, it's competitive, but I think that you know the Canadian provinces work very well together, and we recognize really that when someone visits Canada, as Ali said, they do tend to return. So maybe someone will visit the west coast of Canada first. And then they're um, compelled to come back and try Atlantic Canada, or they might try Atlantic Canada first because it's the closest. But we do find once people fall in love, they keep returning. Right. And what's the best way to travel around, would you say, for, for Atlantic Canada? What would you choose? What would you suggest? I would say that most people feel very comfortable flying into Atlantic Canada and then hiring a car okay. and driving around on their own because the roads are uncrowded. It's very easy to get from province to province. You know, there are car ferries um, that take you to the other provinces. Uh, so it's very easy to drive around. You can spend a couple of days in a seaside town and then go to, you know, maybe Atlantic Canada's largest city, which is Halifax, you know, which is really by UK comparisons is not that large, but it has everything to offer, you know, all the great shopping, museums, restaurants. Um, So it's easy to get around. So a lot of people will hire a car. We are finding that there's increased interest in the RVing part of traveling. And we actually have eight national parks in Atlantic Canada and countless provincial parks. So there's great options for uh, camping seaside or inland. Yeah, that's interesting because I think the whole mentality has changed a bit over here in the UK because in the past couple of years, you know, people have felt that a lot more people have invested in sort of camper vans and RVs and stuff just to go around in the UK. So I think they're, you know, they've sort of opened the mind up a bit to then taking that elsewhere and it sounds as if, you know, Atlantic Canada and the provinces are a perfect place to do just that. It is. And people, you know, we talk about social distancing. So that's something that comes really natural to us here in Atlantic Canada, even though, you know, it's a large region. We don't, we have a small population. Um, so just under 3 million in Atlantic Canada. So it's easy to do that, you know, comfortable social distancing, lots of outdoor adventure, fresh air. So I think that people are... Re- getting more and more comfortable with the RVing aspect of it. Yeah, and it's just the independence because I, I, I imagine just from what you've said that you just turn every corner and you think, wow, I was going to go right, but I'm going to go left because that looks amazing. And, and I can imagine that, you know, you can change your mind and just change things up, you know, if you're behind the wheel. That's the funnest part. I mean, you're not really going to get lost, but you can go off the beaten track. And that's where you're going to get to know some of the most friendly locals, too. If you're going into the little small towns or seaside communities, 
Like, really, I think I'd recommend trying to get lost within Atlantic Canada. You'll find some amazing gems. <laughs> that sounds great. And is that something, you know, for, uh, when we look at first class holidays, is that something that people say, you know, I want to get lost in Canada. I just want to oh. discover it for myself. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the client desires, we will help them make that dream. For you, Kelly, what would you say should be on my must-see list? It's a, I know it's a question that's very difficult because there is so much, but, you know, just personally, what do you think? Well, as you said, it's really hard to pinpoint, um, you know, with four provinces, it's really hard to pinpoint just a couple of things per province. But of course, I've traveled extensively around the region. So I can just point out some of my favorite things to do within Atlantic Canada. Yeah, I think that's the best way because it's personal experience. I always want to talk to someone who's run and done, especially if they live there and and get the real deal. Exactly. I would think that someone who's visiting Atlantic Canada for the first time, if you're in New Brunswick, I would definitely recommend a visit to the Hopewell Rocks Provincial Park. I'm writing that down. Yes. So here you can see the power of the highest tides in the world in the Bay of Fundy. And at Hopewell Rocks, it's incredibly beautiful because they have this um, these amazing flower pot shaped rocks, which have been carved by the power of the highest tides. So every day, 160 billion tons of water flow in and out of the bay. And here at the Hopewell Rocks, you can actually walk on the ocean floor at low tide and then six hours later, kayak the same spot, but up to... 50 feet higher. So that's just absolutely incredible and powerful. All in six hours. You can six see hours. Wow. So it's just an incredible experience. And the sound of the water, the crashing waves must be unbelievable. Exactly. And then also in New Brunswick, there's a seaside town called Shediac, and it's known as the lobster capital of the world. So I would definitely visit Shediac and take a tour with a lobster fisherman. Um, I love it. I've done that many times myself, and I always very much enjoy it. Uh, then in Nova Scotia, I would say, you know, one of the most popular things to do, a lot of people don't realize, but there are over 20 wineries in Nova Scotia, and they have their own um, signature wine. It's called Tidal Bay. Oh, and then so, so I'm writing that down for sure. Tidal it's Bay, amazing. It. They have beautiful wines in Nova Scotia. And then, of course, with the wineries come the amazing culinary experiences, and they have all sorts of culinary trails that you can follow. So if you're you're a foodie, you could definitely just do a foodie and wine trip within Atlantic Canada. You can can like combine being sort of an adventurer with being a foodie. Exactly. Exactly. It's just a really amazing and high-end experience. Then um, Prince Edward Island, of course, is known for its famous beaches. So on the North shore of Prince Edward Island, it's the white sandy beaches and the sand dunes, warm water. And then on the South shore of the Island, you may have seen pictures of uh, the red sandstone cliffs for which the Island is famous. So Prince Edward Island is a really beachy destination. Charlottetown, which is the capital is also known as the birthplace of confederation. So here's where the fathers of confederation met to discuss uh, forming Canada as a union in 1864. So very historical uh, city. 
And then, of course, Newfoundland and Labrador, I had mentioned earlier, it, it is a place for nature lovers. Uh, it has stunning scenery. And I'll tell you, one of the best experiences that I've ever had, and I'll, I, I will never forget, is uh, having this amazing picnic lunch by a lighthouse by the sea in Newfoundland and Labrador. And we were sitting, having this beautiful picnic lunch with homemade lemonade, sitting on beautiful picnic blankets, overlooking the sea and watching whales frolic right in front of us. Like it was just amazing. Oh, and I'll never forget it. Really, And that's it. It's like once in a lifetime experiences, isn't it? What you just... It really is. Mm. And I don't know, like this is a regular occurrence. Um, but that day there were so many whales in the ocean right in front of us. It was just stunning. It's almost like the, that sort of that sort of view, that spectacle must be one of those where actually you don't get your phone out and think, mm. I can't, I can't video this. I can't photograph it. It's just something that will stay in my mind and my yeah. memory. And I don't need to, to have a record of it because it's so vivid. Exactly. That's right. And I didn't take pictures, but thankfully the people I was with, they took pictures. So I have them, but <laughs> yeah. I was just there in the moment, yes. just taking it in. Yeah. yeah. There's, just, there's nothing better to just be be out there you know on a whale watching cruise or whatever and just see you know an animal just like that just going about its daily routine and oh it's just absolutely amazing when you it see it changes the orcas, you yes. yeah exactly you see the orcas and the the tail fin coming up and it just oh just amazing it's awe inspiring and i think really this really it, it tells us as though as well that when you're going to go and explore another country and you're going to take, make that trip, you know, you're dedicating, you know, time and money into it. Make it worthwhile. Make it a memory that is never going to fade. Exactly. Um, yeah. And it sounds like, you know, that this Atlantic Canada has has that to do for us. It has everything, everything you could ever wish for, really. <laughs> So lovely Ali, you're our travel expert, of course. So how do we go about booking this one? Yeah, basically, in the first instance, you could actually contact us at First Class Holidays. Obviously, our travel experts are on hand to help you plan the dream holiday. We will, of course, recommend an independent travel agent in uh, your local area. All our agents have a wealth of knowledge and are Canadian specialists. Mm -hmm. So we will put you in touch with them, they'll be able to obviously help plan um, the trip. And, what, and why do you think we should come to first class holidays for this escape rather than anywhere else? That's a bit of a cheeky question, isn't it? Am I being naughty? No, not really. I suppose I'm biased because I've been with first class for 25 years. Well, you deserve to be biased then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I started with uh, obviously Paul and Sharon, the uh, co-founders of first class 25 years ago. Um, we absolutely love Canada. We love selling and sharing our knowledge. Um, is absolute key. Um, we love to package, obviously, flights, hotels, excursions, tours, motorhomes, whatever the client decides they would like to do. We can obviously source what, what they want. Clients will have the peace of mind that their booking is financially protected as well. Yeah, and that's so important. I think everyone's really aware of that at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's just I, I can't get across to you how passionate and knowledgeable and service-orientated we are. We do actually care about where we send our clients and it's as if 
we're planning our own holiday. Yeah. You know, we really want to make no, it No, I special. can tell the way you were saying, oh, yeah, chowder's amazing. Oh, you've <laughs> got to have the chowder and the lobster. Yeah, I can definitely tell that's genuine. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, like I say, a lot of our staff have been to Canada. That You know, they've worked with the company 10, 15 years, you know, which is brilliant. You know, we've really got the, the amount of knowledge we have between us. And it's lovely, Kelly, I think, for you to know in Canada that everyone in the UK, especially at um, first class holidays, are just as passionate. You know, the passion is fed through. Exactly. <laughs> we have an excellent working relationship with first class holidays. And, uh, you know, I think they're the number one fans of Canada. So we have great faith in their planning of the holidays to Atlantic Canada. Well, there's a lot of love in the room for, for everyone, for, for Atlantic Canada, for first class holidays, a little bit for me, but most of all for Canada and for getting out there and exploring every single corner of, of those four provinces too. So there we are. Thank you for listening to First Class Escapes. Um, I've been your host, Jenny Powell. I'm a bit chatty and a bit nutty, but there you go. And I hope that you've been totally inspired because I have uh, by Canada and all that it can offer. A uh, massive, massive thank you to our two special guests, Kelly from Atlantic Canada. And yeah, you just keep smiling and uh, you just keep passionate because we can feel it. We can feel it on the <laughs> airwaves. It's just wonderful. Uh, it really is. Thank you, Kelly, honestly. And um, yes, also thank thanks you, to the lovely Ali from First Class oh, Holidays. Yeah, thanks, Jenny. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Really, thank you, Jenny. Jenny, yes, thank you, thank Ali. You. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you can get the next episode on release day. Yes. And do leave a review because we love a review. They're really important. I think everyone agrees on that because we need the feedback. Um, and don't forget, you can find your perfect escape for you by searching for first class holidays today. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. And well, I'm going to chat now to both Ali and Kelly about this orca because I want to see an orca. I'm not too demanding, but I want to see an orca. Okay.